0: Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. They offer a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change every week. Sign up today for a total of $60 off, that's $20 off each of your first three boxes, Visit HelloFresh.com forward slash success 60 and use the promo code success 60. Once again, visit HelloFresh.com forward slash success 60 and use the promo code success 60. Today's show is also brought to you by Organifi, the best tasting green blend on the market. They're cold processed guys to retain all of the nutrients. And if you're looking to fill all the nutritional gaps and buffer out that new stress that your body has to deal with on a daily basis, check out Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and use the promo code SUCCESS to save 20% on your order. And now to today's show.
1: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in bespoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good! You were born to be great! What's
2: going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined
0: as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. West Carl Wesley going Phillips. On everybody, finally back at home. I feel like I'm on that ET status now. It's been like three straight weeks I haven't been at
2: home. All right, well, welcome.
0: Welcome to the good <laughs> life, baby. Yes, And
2: sir. Dr. Douglas Thomas, what is going down, guys? Oh,
1: bless, man. Bless here in Vegas.
2: R. Oh. oh. Well, Vegas ain't really where you go to get R and R though, is it? Right. You're not the slots, are you? It depends
1: on who
2: Most people go to Vegas for something else, but I guess I'm glad to see you keeping it Christian out in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you didn't lose your salvation. A lot of people that went out there and lost their salvation. had to waited at the pearly gates with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they had a line at the pearly gates. They didn't get the express insider hookup. No,
0: we say, so, hey, win Vegas off the green.
2: Off the green Vegas. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm. Uh, hey, we're just going to start it right off. I mean, I don't even want to hold y'all up. Uh, Trey had his first baseball game last night. And, um, you know, I promised myself I wouldn't be that parent. And I'm not. And I'm, I'm proud of myself. Uh, you know, it, it was a. It was a hard-fought battle. Uh, the Hot Rods, which is our team, I'm the dugout coach. I got to keep all the kids in the dugout, keep the names, let them know they got a, you know, uh, batting order, you know, things of that nature. So uh, I'm hopefully I can be promoted to third base. But the head coach said I don't know enough about baseball to be on the field yet. <laughs> so I told him I said this is new for us now. We had never really played no baseball in the Quinny family. This is you know we football, basketball. You know, but I, of course, want to try to get into the baseball thing. So what's funny is I'm realizing my son is actually just a gamer, right? So I don't know if I told you guys last time, but um, we had a scrimmage. And so in the scrimmage, like, what happens is it's T-ball, but it's baseball. So they give you, like, Carl, they give you, like, three chances to hit the ball, like, from a pitch, Right? And then if you can't hit it there, they give you a chance, you get two chances to hit it off the tee. And if you don't get it in two chances off the tee, it's a strikeout, whatever. So we go to the scrimmage. Now, mind you, I just, I, we've been running all over. We in San Fran, West Coast, everything. So I just got Trey all his gear, right? He clean now, he got his bat, everything. So we hadn't really been having much time to practice or anything, just, you know, we went to a couple practices and it's like a bunch of little kids running around, picking their nose, chasing butterflies. So we get to the scrimmage, and there's 10 kids, and everybody's got you know the batting order. Trey's ninth, everybody gets a turn to bat, so they just run through the whole roster. Trey's ninth out of 10. Out of all 10 kids on this team, he was the only one that hit it out the air. First swing, bah, I mean, knocked it. And I'm looking like, whoa. So now I'm not trying to say my son is just King Griffey Jr., but I, what I will say is that he was the only one that hit it out the air. So I'm like, oh, okay, wow, that was pretty impressive. And, you know, he ran or whatever. His coach was like, oh, you had the hardest hit of the day. So they had the scrimmage. So now here comes the first game, right? And I, mind you, these are four-year-olds. And these kids, like, we got one kid just ran out the dugout. We got one kid laying in the outfield. This is not, like, <laughs> high-pressure stuff. we airplane <laughs> flies overhead. The kids are just all running to the airplane. They just forget the game is on. But as a parent, and I think even our coaches, we started off like that. However, the score came, it was 13 to 12, and they were up, right? So before I go there, um, Trey, before we go to the game, I'm like, man, look. I told Jalen, I'm like, yo, we got about 30 minutes before we got to leave. Let's go out front. Let's practice. We go out front, practice. So I'm pitching the ball to Trey. He's trying to hit it out the air. He misses about 15 in a row. I said, all right, we're warmed up. (laughs) That'll do it. Let's go. (laughs) No (laughs) doubt. We get to the game, very first pitch, y'all. I'm talking about smacks it. Again, the only one on this team, there was one other kid on the other team too wow. who um, wow. was nice with it. He hit it probably the hardest of the day. But Trey, first hit, so I'm like, wow, maybe this kid's just a gamer. You know the people who just, like, he might be a hot practice, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what are
0: we talking about? He doesn't need right, it. Right. What happened so with the anyway, T-ball,
2: though, see? We get 13, and now mind you, it's hard to get outs in this league, right? Because the kids got to, like, stop the ball and then, like, run the ball or tag somebody. And half the time, they don't know what's going on. They're fighting over the ball. It's hard to get outs, hence the score, 13 to 12. So we're up 13-12, and it's the bottom of the third, whatever, however many innings they play. And the big kid from the other team is up. This other kid who hit the ball out the air besides Trey, and he already hit two, like, mean ones. So... I'm like in the dugout, I'm telling Trey, look alive, son, look alive, it's coming to you. We got this thing called Baseball Ready, where the kids get down and they like Baseball Ready. So sure enough, they pitch it to the kid, and he hits, I mean, it's two outs. He hits a crack, pow, right at Trey. And I'm talking about this thing is humming, and now 99.9% of the time, even Trey, the ball just going to go straight past you and fly way out into the outfield. The kids run out there, and you can pretty much get it inside the park home run every time. Bro, when I tell you that thing was on a line drive, like just like straight on the ground, fast as all get out. Trey moved over there, stopped it, and got the out, and the hot rods won the game. Wow. It was one mm. of the most wow. exhilarating experiences of my mm. sports life. Um, now, Trey, didn't even know what, what happened that meant. With, you said what?
1: what? How did he knock it out the park? See, what happened to the tee? They put it on top of the little thing, and then they hit it, and it goes straight to the picture. What happened with that? I oh, no, you know. That's that? what I'm saying. They do
2: the first couple. They throw it in the air. My man smacked it out the air. Like, dude on the other no, team was he didn't was even need fish. the little—he
1: didn't need oh, the wow. setup.
2: No, he didn't need the tee. That's what I'm saying. Him and Trey wow. were the only ones on the team who didn't need the wow. tee to actually hit. Well, Trey used the tee the second go around. He missed it, and he used it, but— um. He and the, the other kid, easy. but the other kid, I'm telling you, the other kid, the coach on the other team, I knew it was about to go down, because the coach on the other team looked at our coaches and was like, hey, tell you guys, like, for real, be ready. This kid can hit. I was like, oh, okay, for sure. And he hit it. I'm Thomas. talking about, you know them, you know them <laughs> like ones that hit the ground, and I mean, it's moving. It's not like a dribbler. It's like coming fast, and Trey Stray got in the way, blocked it down. Anyway, wow. long story short, game's over. Hot Rods win, 13-12, to 12, barn mm. burner, and... um Trey, they, we, they come in the huddle, you know, getting ready for snack time. Everybody's geeked up about snack. And they're like, yo, first game of the season, this young man had the biggest hit of the team and also stopped the ground ball. He was paying attention. And, and the game ball goes to Trey. And Not I, the game I, I was, ball. That's <laughs> five, four, five, game walk. Ball. Let me tell you something. I was about 11 feet tall walking out. All the other parents were like, <laughs> great job, Trey. <laughs> Ah! And I was like, wow. And Trey was like, Dad, can you open my Capri Sun? I was like, oh, okay, cool. He's not even tripping, but I was <laughs> geeked. Trey was more on the snack. He didn't even know what was going on. So uh, I have oh, the game yeah. ball, little, uh, needless to say, it will be
0: prominently uh, no, displayed.
2: Doubt. Right uh, next to the
0: crest. <laughs> right next to the
2: crest is Trey's first game ball. So I just had to do a little uh, dad brag here. Uh, I'm not saying my son is the next King Griffey Jr. I am saying that he's probably gonna win a few World Series though, okay? There, no doubt. No. So, um Yeah, so that was fun. And man. That we had, gonna, a, we get, had a great day. I, I did feel a little tension in my body when it was 13-12 <laughs> yeah, when my right, baby was out there. Saying. Now I don't even think the kids knew the score. Like uh, Trey not just gonna look up at the scoreboard and be like, oh, okay, we're down a run. Like I don't think any of the kids uh, don't have either of the teams knew the score. But um I did and we won. So I will keep you guys posted on uh, Trey's career. <laughs> um, we man, let, let me say this: full big, blown big career,
1: few, <laughs> full blown career. Oh,
2: full, <laughs> oh, for sure. No, we going, I told hey, you hey, outliers. Well, we are well, outliers the right now. I told you, my, uh, his mom already shut down football, and I can't say I disagree. So uh, I tried. You know, I th- thought about fighting it, and I'm like, nah. I'm like, nah. You don't really need to be playing football. So. Um, he will not be playing football, so you know we're trying out another sport. We'll see if it works. So far, so good. You know we're one for one. We'll we, one I'll for keep one. you. No, I'll that. keep you posted. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't guarantee this amount of success is gonna matriculate throughout the course of his <laughs> career, but it's looking likely. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Plus, you know, genetics, if they got anything to do with it, you know what I mean? It's going be all right. All right. Uh, shout out, man. Huge shout e, out. why are we out. on
0: this podcast real quick? Why are we on the podcast,
2: e? I really could probably do it without y'all, but you know what I'm saying? I just, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I like to have, you know what I'm saying? I like to, you know, have y'all on from time to time. Um, big shout out to Philly, man. Y'all heard the live yeah. podcast from Philly last week. So there was some stuff we didn't get to talk about because we did the live podcast. But big shout out to everybody who came out to the podcast. And then the next day, or actually two days after that, man, we had the, um, man, ignite I call it the first,
0: see. I just call it the first. No, it was our first. Yeah, it it was the first.
2: That's our first, yeah. So now for those of you who have been out to our events and, you know, the whole night, we, we usually try to have good high energy events and things like that. But, you know, we have been using, you know, the hotel ballrooms and which is fine for like take control or we're like doing entrepreneurship stuff and like really learning and building and growing businesses and things like that. But when we were doing our high intense motivational events, it just felt stuffy in there. And I couldn't put my finger on like, yo, what's wrong? So I challenged the team. I was like, yo, I want to be in a warehouse and like an industrial area. I want fire, smoke. I want just that raw passion that he brings I want that to be represented by the venue and boy oh boy mm. did um, did we pull it off man so I am you know first and foremost super proud of our team and the staff for putting together an amazing event the images the the screen the background the vibe in there was just incredible um, it was probably I mean, definitely our most impressive event, I would yeah. say, Carl, just in terms yep. of feel, structure. You know, everybody was in there. We started on time. Toby killed it. Of course, E and Inky just murdered the stage. Um, it was an incredible event, and I am looking forward now to pushing the envelope even further. E, you finally got your smoke. You know what I'm saying? The, took we took me got the smoke. 10 years ah. to get smoke, smoke <laughs> ah. but you had smoke. It was funny because uh, the smoke was like pretty thick up there. And I, uh, I went to E before he was getting ready to speak. I was like, yo, you straight with all the smoke or you need? E was like, bring the smoke. I want more, more smoke the better." So E pretty much looked like he was just giving a speech from heaven. So it was just clouds. So, um, yeah, E, why don't you talk about uh, Philly, your experience, how you liked it. Um, did it. Did it charge you up any different? Did you feel different? Did people get a different experience? What happened?
1: Well, you know, maybe the people got a different experience. (laughs) You know, it wasn't really different for me. I mean, you know, I was just really focused on, um, you know, making sure that the message matched, you know, the intensity of the room. You know, having told was just, it's just a different energy. And I'll be real, like, definitely feeling told. But I felt fat, like fat was like left out of me. You know left what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. why. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
2: Fat felt like left oh, out oh, of the me. The crowd went to another level know? when she came out. For oh, sure. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. You know, so um, I just, man, that energy that they brought, Inky, you know, having an opportunity to, you know, like just be around Inky in these last couple of years and seeing his growth. Uh, I just, man, then I had, of course, Pastor. Willis family, you know, in the building. Mom was there. The daughters were there. Uh, Phillip Willis Jr. was there. So it was yeah, big was for me crazy, to have Mom Phillips. In the let's room. make
2: sure we go yeah. back and talk about that. Because yeah. I don't think people got. To... Yeah. I didn't
1: even know you were
2: doing that, by the way. I had no yeah. clue. So, I mean, yeah. let me well, know. When I said when the I had a magic time, trick.
1: But... Yeah, when I said I had a magic trick, you know, that's what it was for me. Just having, you know, uh, them come and, you know, uh, sing for the spiritual development. Have her pray. And it was funny, Jorge was like, yo, E, she prayed over me and that hug you used to talk about, like back in the day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I got the hug. She hugged me like that. And then she told me she loved me. You know what I'm saying? He was like, E, it was just as you said it. I was like, no questions asked. So can we say say it, though, because
2: I feel like people might be lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give me the whole story. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so, so I'll set so it up, we, E, but but oh, long okay. story yeah. short,
2: just from our perspective, and I didn't know, of course we had the spiritual event on Saturday that was free and open to the public. And E, you guys have heard, for those of you who have read Secret to Success or listened to the audio book, if you haven't, go download it, check it out. Uh, it's E's life story, but in that he talks about Pastor Willis, who was extremely instrumental in his role of not only getting saved, but going to college. Um, you heard us talk about him and uh, his, his you know, tribute is going away celebration a couple weeks ago. But he actually flew his wife out there who was responsible for giving him the hugs that catapulted <laughs> him to Oakwood, right, who would hug him and say, go get your GED. He actually brought her out to the spiritual event, flew her in, as well as the daughters who used to sing in the church. So E's whole message on Saturday was kind of like a timeline or a sequencing of events mm-hmm. of here's what I used to do, boom, and he would sit down and he would say, I would hear this song, and they stood up and sang, and then I would get this hug, and she came up and hugged him. And it was one of the more emotional messages that I had ever mm-hmm. seen. So anyway, i e, I'll take it, let, let you take it from there, but I just wanted to make sure the listeners had a proper backdrop Yeah, of no exactly question.
1: what we're talking about. Yeah, no question. And you know, it's funny how different, you know, people can invoke different emotions in you, mm-hmm. you know. And so for her to be in the room, it was almost like I felt like I was, you know, you know, not necessarily being critiqued, if you will, but like, you know, I felt like, whoa, mama's in the room. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, watch what you say, but more importantly, you know, make her proud of you, but still be yourself. Like, make sure you speak, you know, to the crowd, not to her, because she's not coming to hear you speak, per se. She's coming to hear just how your life has been changed and how you're touching others, so for her to be in the church and and you know I know for her it's emotional because the girls sang the last song was a song they sang at the funeral, so I'm 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 hoping that her you know being there and the girls being there and Phil being there is kind of therapeutic for them. Me honoring their father, her husband, you know I'm hoping that you know for them it's like they get the chance to see how their father you know his ministry really changed the world and all the sacrifices you know he made. So just having her in the church was one thing. But then when she came to the Ignite the Dream, I was a little like, shoot, dope. He told rap, and I'm like, she not really hip-hop like, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) I wonder how she feeling about that. And, you know, and then I'm like, okay, Inky, hurry up and get on. I know she's going to love Inky. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, But she came up before the VIP, and we spent some time together, and she was just like, yo, I'm so proud of you. She was like, yo, you... Have a ministry that's just out of this world. It's Like it's so different. But she's like, don't get it twisted. You think because I'm, you know, a baby boomer that I don't see what's going on. You know, you think that because of the smoke and the rap and all that, you thinking, you know, I'm super conservative. But she's like, yo, I see what you're doing. I see how the Lord is ministering to you. And the crazy part was her grandchildren were there, and you know, two of them. One, she was like, e. He just got into the Air Force like his granddaddy, but he needs a mentor. His grandfather meant so much to him, and he's gone now. And I want you to be to him what my husband was to you. And I was like, wow. no questions asked. Wow. Like, I got you. You know, I'm like, I got you, young man. Let's stay Stay with me. And then the daughter, the granddaughter, came to me. She was real shy. And her mom was like, grandma was like, yo, talk to him. You could talk to him. Just like your uncle, talk to him. And she was like, well, before... My grandfather died, I really wasn't doing good in school. And he told me, you know, the, the last thing that he wanted for me was to go to Oakwood. And so she was like, I messed up though. And I was like, come on now. And I'm like, look, I got you. And I just felt so good. I was like, look, I'm gonna make a phone call. And I called my homeboy. And they were like, oh, we get her in right now. Tell her to get in the car and get down here. And she's in, you know, and her mother was just like, yo, I can't believe I don't have words. She was like, "I can't believe how words yours I said, "Listen to me. This is what your grandfather did for me." And like in the Old Testament, Jonathan and David had a close relationship. and when Jonathan ended up dying, David, hmm. you know looked after his people for him. and yeah. I just felt so good because I was like, a lot of people read the Bible and talk the Bible, but I'm getting a chance to live it, you know and I'm getting a chance to be a blessing to the man who was a blessing to me. It's like he's gone. And I'm still able to do for his family the stuff he did for me over 30, you know, years ago. So just having her there, she hugged me, you know, she was like, let's take pics together, DD, Dee Dee, come upstairs and get some pics. And I just was like, wow, you know, when nobody else believed in me, when nobody else, even my own mom, and I'm not dogging my mom out, she had every right to believe, you know what I'm saying? My man off track, like this ain't how I raised him. I don't know what's going on. And like her book that's coming out, the promise delayed but not denied. It was like Pastor, and you know, Willis saw something in me, you know, his wife saw something in me. And so for her to look at the fruits of their labor and to see that their efforts that they put in me, sending me to college, loving on me, writing a letter of recommendation, all of that, that it paid off, you know. And I just felt so good to be able to put a smile on her face. I'm sure this is the worst time of her life. Like, they've been knowing each other since they were five years old. They went to the same elementary, middle, and high school together, same college. You know what I'm saying? So, to be able to put a smile on a person who put a smile on my face when I was down and out, to be able to put a smile on her face while she's down and out, yeah. it just meant the world to me.
0: What's well, let me ask that real quick, e. What's that feeling, Because, you know, everybody else talks about paying it forward. You, dude, you get to pay back and forward simultaneously. Talk, oh, talk to me about that. You, you feel what I'm saying? You get that. to, yeah. You paying it backward
1: and forward. Yeah, no, no. It was an emotional hookup because I felt like what I'm doing for them right now. You talk about paying it backwards and forward. I was like, yo, I pray one day when I die that somebody would come up to my great great grandkids and say, mm. yo, your father did this for me when I was in college. Your grandfather did this. When I was in college, or your grandfather saved me from this, or I used to listen to the videos, whatever. So I wanna bless you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my way of paying your great great granddaddy back for what he did for my family. You know, so for me, it was kind of one of those moments when it happened. It was like, yo, I'm setting up my kids, I'm planting seeds so that my kids, you know what I'm saying? So that my family, so that ETA, BU. It's people, bro, that be in BU that wear a shirt and be like, yo, I'm in BU, and people will look out for them just because they in BU. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, God, I want, it to be, I, want it to, I want my life to be so rich that everybody that's associated with me will be blessed as a result of me being a blessing to the world.
2: Man. Well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't know where it, to go from there. Sorry. It seems like it's working. Um, yes, sir. So, yeah. No, that's dope. Well, I want to talk about something else that happened while we were in Philly. Um, yeah, mid conference. So from mm. so the, we're in Philly, and the event was I think from twelve to four. Um, mid conference. I can't remember who, but it was just like I should say how many. Like I literally had like twenty texts go off at the same time. And I was like, yo, what's going on? And everybody was like, yo, congratulations. Oh, man, that's crazy. And I was like, yo. No, right? I know. So after like five or six of them, somebody sent me a screenshot. And apparently, uh, Will Smith, uh, uh, West Philadelphia, born and born raised.
0: And raised.
2: <laughs> you know, had put up one of these videos, actually Love Conquers. And he put up the video on his IG. And I'm talking about, Usually, you know, we don't even do that. Like we not and we still didn't repost it. Like, yo, oh, Will Smith posted, you know what I mean? Like that's just not our thing, right? And and we show love for sure, but I don't think we've ever been like the big like celebrity hunter or you know what I mean? Like that's just never been mm-hmm. our style. And I didn't know. I was like, "Oh, okay, wow, that's dope." But I didn't realize the 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 impact and the thud that that thing really made. I think, Carl, what, 70,000 followers or something? 60, 70,000 followers? in a matter of hours. Yeah, hours. Like, hours. It went crazy. And I guess I looked at Will's page, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. He doesn't even post a lot. He might only have, like, 100 and some posts or 200 and some posts. You know, as opposed to, you know, people have thousands and thousands of posts. So his posts actually make, like, a huge impact, I think, because he doesn't post very often. And um, not to mention, he's got, like, 20-some million followers.
0: Uh But...
2: It, I'm, I have like we've done a lot in our career you know what I mean like we were on ESPN the other day rolling with the tide and a couple people to text you here and there and we've done obviously some you know pretty I'd say some pretty decent sized things but I don't think my phone has ever blown up or more people <laughs> have said something about one act of something we've done than Will Smith posting it on the IG and our IG obviously just going crazy so um E, I don't know that were people hitting you up about it, Carl? Anybody? Oh, was, for anybody? sure. So
0: before before Ego, again, I don't know if y'all remember, but E, last week's podcast, you talked about how Will saved you with that song.
1: Oh, you remember I forgot when you talked about, about that?
0: that? Like, Bruh, I, I was uh, just thinking uh, that too. Like, e literally this is Friday night. We did that live podcast last week. Oh, yeah. And he talked about the song called in the Middle of Love and Life. And he, I'm talking about he refereeing it. It was on the podcast. that's scary. I forgot about We didn't all talk about that. it. See, I so, I but, forgot about yeah, that. Bruh, I was thinking that too. Like, yo, he just talked about this. And I'm talking about like 24 to 48 bro, hours later. a song later. That I had
2: never heard of. I remember I, I was thinking like, oh, shoot, I got to go listen to that. I didn't know what that was. Oh, word.
0: no. I, had, I know the song. Yeah, I know the song. But it tripped me out that he had y'all just talked about it. And, and I'm talking about and E. The timing was crazy because it was the moment you walked on stage in Philly. Like, see, like oh, a couple no minutes before ahead. he literally no got on stage. Ahead. Oh yeah, like, literally, this, like this whole 10 thing minutes. unfolded. So yeah, no, no, my phone blew up too. That's crazy. And he Mickey said ran about love in the. Th- Wait, in let the, me find yeah.
2: out. Will was watching the live stream of the podcast nah. on BU. <laughs> Will and you know BU. That's the secret. Yeah, he got no an a, you know, I just want to announce to all the podcast world: you are in good company. Hey, Will, I appreciate you listening. <laughs> no uh, if you could go ahead and tweet out or, or Instagram out me and Carl's Cash App name.
0: You know what I'm saying? I would appreciate uh, it. Yeah, he take it though. Yeah, that was huge, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, so so what was crazy though? See, I didn't get a chance to really get into it because I went on stage, but Dee, Dee somehow found out that they she, they posted. I guess a couple people hit Jada. I think. Uh, oh oh oh, CJ. She says CJ. Told her, and so she went on crazy experience, bruh. Didi went on, and I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell her story. I'm gonna let Didi tell it, but yeah, I'm gonna let Didi tell it, but yeah, Didi actually went on there.
3: Uh huh. See, y'all being cute about it. Y'all being cute about it. You know, I gotta bring in the nasty and the ugly. You know, I gotta bring in the nasty and the ugly.
1: Yeah, go for it, Didi.
3: Yeah. So it's weird because I never really get on and. Instagram, first of all, I think I may have like three followers and maybe two posts, and I don't even know how to respond to the post. But C came over and was like, D D, you gotta see this. So he shows me that um Will Smith reposted a video from Eric, and I'm like, wow, that's really, really cool. So I'm seeing all these comments and likes, and I'm like, okay, or views or whatever. So I get on there and I'm like, wow. How can you get this from this video? Like people are so twisted and I guess I'm twisted too because I'm only holding on to like the negative comments. So I'm reading the comments and it's just like, oh, I would leave you too. You're abusive. Her husband is abusing her. And I'm like, what is going on here? (laughs) Like, how how, how did this one video just, like, go south? And I'm like, I know when Will posted it, shout out to him, that he didn't mean for it to go south. He meant, like, invest into your relationship. I said, wow, we talk about... um, People bullying kids or kids getting bullied at school. But I'm like, oh, yeah, no, nah, this is Instagram bullying. Like, this is adult bullying. Mm. You're starting rumors about my husband that's that's. Farthest from the truth. If anybody is the bully in the relationship, I promise you it's me. If anybody is getting abused, I promise you. <laughs> ET is being abused, not me. So I'm just right, like, I th- wow, I thought it's I saw a, a black
0: and blue mark, Didion. E's right shoulder last week. I thought I saw <laughs> some. Let me know, let me find out now.
3: <laughs> I said, wow, it's crazy that everybody has these different lenses. And I'm not mad at the lens, but it's just like, wow, you have to be careful because that is a sign of bullying when you start rumors about somebody. And then I love it, CJ, because then you got your secondary bullies. So one person put up one bad thing, then everybody else jumped on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. They were like, can you hear his voice? Do you see his actions? Oh yeah, now nah, he probably beating her down. She probably scared to leave. That's the only way she could leave was text him or write a letter. I'm like, wow, but shout out to Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah I promise you Isaiah responded to every negative comment. I'm like, "Oh, wow." Cuz oh, wow. see, you know, you know me. Like I wanted to clap back so bad and I'm like, "No, I'm not going to do it." And I will respond to every 2,000 <laughs> text, <laughs> every t- every comment. I don't care if it's 3,000. And then one girl had the nerve to say, "Well, if he's going to speak, he needs to speak like this." So I'm like, "Wow, okay." she must have like a Fortune 500 company, so let me go, you know, she must be like the speaking guru. Oh, D.
2: you done went let down to the dark let web, me, dude. don't dark, do it, no doubt.
3: Oh, I went to the dark. I said, well, let me go to her page, you know, see, and look her up, because maybe they do need to get some pointers from her. See, I go to her page, and you know I got this MS, so I don't know if it was 58 or 85, but I'm gonna get her <laughs> 85 followers, see. I said, okay, <laughs> you know what? Let me let, let me miss her with the amount of followers. I'm not gonna do that, cause maybe she just started like today. So I'm like, okay, let me look at her pictures. CJ. She been posting all since in Instagram was Instagram. <laughs> ah, CJ, she in the bathroom, selfies. I'm like, girl, miss me with all wow. of this advice. Miss me with this advice, cause you got 85 followers at best. And you got mm. a whole breakdown of what Eric should be doing. I'm like, yeah. wow Amazing, so yeah, no, that's it that, That's all I got mm. to say I'm embarrassed at myself I promise you I'm embarrassed Because <laughs> yeah. I said, you know Will what? Smith and, and, ain't responded and, yeah, and Nobody responded thing, though, Dee, you,
2: you actually hit on a good point And that is, one When you make your life public um, You know, yeah. you, you are you, Unfortunately You're susceptible to that Now, like I said Be grateful that you're not uh, a 17-year-old girl with self-esteem issues, oh, man. you know, who being bullied. You know what I mean? That's why the internet is scary. And that's it's why, yeah, for real, yeah, I don't, like, I, I have gotten to a place where, I promise you, I, I didn't even, I don't even, one, I don't really read comments like that. But two, even if I read the negative comments, you know me, I probably would have brought them on the podcast like you did to laugh at them because I understand that hurt people hurt people. Uh-huh. And so you have, yeah, you, you, yeah. unfortunately, mm-hmm. we live in a society where the negativity really rises to the top. You know, like negative sells more than positive. Like if you get a story exactly. about like uh Drake having a, a baby and all kind of scandal, it's gonna get billions of hits. If Drake go out and does wow. like some charity work, nobody's really checking Nothing. for that. So yep. we live for the negativity. Wow. And so what happens is we even even shout out to Isaiah, because I know his heart is in the right place. But what happens is when you engage the trolls, they no, grow you're bigger. you feeding it. Right? You're and, feeding it. Yeah, 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 it. exactly. It's like if you got two dogs and you feeding one and not the other, you're going to starve one out. And so for me, you know, even with this podcast, like y'all see, I read the negative comments. For those of you who have uh, just started following us, you know, we have a, a segment called negative feedback where I, I read all the negative things that people say, because I just think it's hilarious that one, it's a free podcast. You're not even paying for it that you would take the time to listen and then you would take the time to mm-hmm. not critique or give positive feedback, hey, I like the podcast or you guys need to work on this, but like to really just like go hard and dog us out. I just think it's hilarious because I'm like, yo, I just imagine you like sitting in your mom's basement in your underwear mm-hmm. so mad at the world that you just like, you want to make everything <laughs> negative. Like you mm-hmm. you found a way to yeah. take a video of E saying that his wife left him Be a fully transparent Moment and she left them and he said mm-hmm. he was going you, you know go back and win her heart and bring her some roses and flowers And I would encourage those people who just saw the one-minute clip FYI it's like a five or six minute video you saw the one-minute exactly. clip in which it was meant to share love resiliency marriage and those things and judged, you know judge that negatively so if you have that kind of negativity in your spirit and in your heart like, one, I don't even want to talk to you. I don't even want to be around you. Exactly. And I think, like I said, the internet allows you to hide behind a mask. You go on a lot of those people's pages and they might not even have a picture of themselves up. Or if they do, like you said, do they got 50 followers. It's like, and no disrespect to mm-hmm. anybody got 50 followers, but it's like, we will allow that stuff to cut through the positive. Mm. And I've been guilty of it in my life, right? You, you hear, like, literally, you could go on and you could put something out and it could be 100 great comments and somebody could be like, oh, man, this sucked, this was the worst. I uh-huh. promise you, that uh-huh. one comment will pierce your soul uh-huh. harder uh-huh. than the 99 <laughs> uplifted your soul. And I just got mm-hmm. to the point where I'm not even tripping on that. But I think as humans, I run into so many people who are like, man, well, I wanted to put my song out or I didn't want to get judged. I talked to a young lady at the VIP session who was like, you know, she had some stuff she wanted to put out and she was like, well, I'm worried about how it's going to be received or people think I'm you know, Mm. too bossy or this and that and I'm just like, yo, you're going to be forever Mm. stuck in your life worried about what people think and I think Mm. that's why I tried to teach even in our entrepreneurship and VIP sessions, I would tell people like, yo, Howard Stern, the number one person at all the radio worth half a billion dollars and I don't know one person who listened to him or like him. Like, I don't know one. Like, none of my homies is just like, yo, did you hear that new Howard Stern? He don't care. Like, he got an audience. He got a base. He catered to them. And he just go and bump what the rest of y'all say. But I think, like I said, so many of us get caught up, D, in that the negativity just pierces through everything and it hurts your soul. So, hey, do like I do, man. Just find a way to have fun with it. Embrace it in a positive way. And just know that the majority of the people are not trolls. Just the majority of the people online are.
3: (laughs) Hmm. <laughs> right, and then that, that's the sad part, see, because I learned something about myself. You know how you think you've grown and you've gotten over certain things? I'm like, uh-oh, that's still a soft spot. That's mm-hmm. still a soft spot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm like, because I'm, I'm even uh, trying to add Eric You know on. what,
2: it probably would have been easier for you to hear about yourself, too, than your husband. Than
0: hearing about your husband, for real. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you yeah. know his true
2: hmm. character. you If it was yeah. about you, you probably would have just <laughs> let it roll off. But sometimes, that's I'm now that that's the truth. You know, somebody yeah. saying something about your boo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll yeah. boo. It's on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all laid up yeah. in the Vegas hotel room he, eating uh, room service, and somebody talking <laughs> crazy about your boo-ski.
3: Right. Let me find out you in right, Vegas right. ordering
2: and, like Candace from the room service menu. <laughs> right, right,
3: right. $3 Snickers, $3 Snickers. And I'm like, you know what? It, it was so crazy, and I was lightweight and embarrassed because while I was trying to egg Eric on to get into it, I promise you, he was like, oh, no, I don't read the comments. I'm like, okay, but I'm about to tell you what the comment's saying. It's like he had a little interest into the comments, but he was Anybody so Anybody who busy, said they don't read like the he,
2: comments know they lied. <laughs>
3: Right, right, right. And so he was so busy, like into helping this young lady get into school till he didn't even have it. He was like, Miss me with all that negativity, like literally, miss me with it. And I'm just like, Wow, yep, I'm lightweight, embarrassed. I'm, I'm about to just go off, just read everybody they write, just show them what I got and what I do every day. <laughs> like you punching the clock at eight o'clock, I'm punching my pillow, turning over, fluffing it out at eight o'clock. So if that's like abuse, <laughs> then go ahead, keep abusing me.
0: <laughs> mm. No I
3: doubt. No I'm ready doubt. to clap no back.
2: You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to clap back. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Mm. Yeah. No. It is. It is what it is. D. Don't let it. Don't let it hurt you. I guess E. If, if E's still there, E. What do you? I mean, you. You obviously don't care. You. I don't think you've ever. Cut off. I remember. Here's. You know what's crazy? E. I don't know if we told this story before. When I met E. This is a true story. So I was doing my thing on campus. Pops had met E, introduced us, whatever. Now you know I'm from Lansing, so I know everybody in Lansing. And E, you remember what the first thing when I told somebody like, "Oh, I'm rocking with E.T." You remember yeah. the first thing they mm-hmm. told me?
1: Yeah, yeah. Be careful rocking with my man because he ain't who he say he is. He fake.
2: Yeah, yeah he that
1: fake. was the, Carl. That's the first thing I heard that's about E, like from
2: from a third party. Like I met him through my dad. Me and E had started rocking for probably not even like two weeks, Carl. And I, had wow. met, I had saw somebody, in you know, just out and about, and they were like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, oh, this guy, E.T., Eric Thomas, oh, yeah. And they, the first thing they said was, my man ain't who he say he is, he fake, he mm. just all talk. He got a lot of talk, no, no action. And I promise you, yeah. I told E that. I, you know me, I came right to him like, bro. And now I knew this was Fugazi, because I had been around him for two weeks, and we had been putting in work, and I saw mm. what was going on already. But at no point, E, did I see that, like, Burden you or stop your show, and you've been probably lied on, and you know because of how you live, e, you know you, you know obviously with you know the job, church, you know there's been times when people tried to get you up out of there. I think because e's such a threat because of how he lives and how Mm -hmm. loud he lives, that I think you make people feel inferior, and so they would like to tear you down to make themselves feel built up. And so many of, of you, man, listening to this podcast right now, you let people get under your skin and dim your light because you're so worried about what they think. And I promise you, we just never cared. I, that's why we do the segment. I will do, remind me next week to do uh, the negative, the negative feedback. review. <laughs> and, and you see, we just laugh because it is what it is. It's people who are, they just not gonna, they wake up angry, they wake up mad, they hate the world. And they just ready to make somebody else miserable with them. And some of y'all fall for the bait hook, line, and
0: sinker. Right. It's just somebody yeah, just else. I, I, re- I read a quote, E, that they said, literally, social media is just exposing yourself to other people's opinions. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. other people's opinion, that's it. It don't mean nothing, bro. It's dangerous,
2: I mean, man. It's dangerous. Yeah. That's why I said, e, you got kids that's that age where it's just like they on there all day mm. and they post a pic and somebody don't like their outfit, somebody don't like how they look, somebody don't like their makeup, their hair. They got direct access to them, and it's just, I'm, I just don't think it's super healthy. And I think, yeah. really, like, lock your page, like, I, I like, I wish it was like really only for your friends, you know what I'm saying, Like, or yeah. like people you knew, but unfortunately now anybody could just jump on your stuff. So, like I said, can you imagine being a 16, 17 year old girl in high school with like bullied, <sighs> mean girls at the school, and you trying to post a pic, or man, it's crazy, bro, like, like I said, hopefully somebody figure it out before Carl has get grown, I know, but all right. right now, it's like the wild, wild west. But anyway, E, back to the point, man, I, I think this is a good topic because you have been lied upon and uh, you know, people have tried to assassinate your character several times since we've been rocking. And here go E, uh. Mr. Wake Up at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know what I'm saying, pray every day, don't swear, don't cuss, ain't never smoked, drank, had sex with one woman his whole life. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, they put Jesus on the cross too. What make you think, you know what I'm mm. saying? So, he talk about, like, for real silence in the noise.
1: Yeah, I think, though, first people have to understand that if somebody says something to you, that's negative, you know, you don't even have to necessarily feel bad about that. Like I have skeletons in my closet. Like it's things that I'm not proud of, but I'm not, I'm not tripping that people talk about it. Why? Because you, you a sinner, like you ain't perfect. So why would I be tripping about somebody who, who is like me talking about me? It's like, bro, we all have done things that we're not proud of. We we've all made mistakes. So I'm not, First of all, you saying, "Oh, he ain't this, he ain't that." Okay, and are you right? You know what I'm saying? But why should that stop me? So why why should your imperfections, or like for instance, I didn't do well in school. Why should that stop me? Like that shouldn't make me uh, because I'm not the I wasn't necessarily born with um, the greatest academic skill set. There's more than one way to skin a cat. So why should I feel bad because I wasn't just naturally gifted with intellect? There's another way to do it. It's called will. You feel me? So I don't have to feel bad because I'm not the smartest person on the planet. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to feel bad because um, when you compare me to you know, Denzel, like, bro, I don't have to feel bad. I think well, that's what a lot of y'all go wrong. I, I tell my daughter all the time, you can only marry one person, so you don't have to be attractive to 5,000. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, that's going to be a distraction. If you're attracted to 5,000, but you can only marry one, you're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble. You know what I'm saying? So it's perspective for me. It's like... I don't have a problem with my imperfections. I don't have a problem with my flaws. Every human has them. Oh, yeah, yeah, but and hold on, I, real I quick. But
2: what about, like, the flat-out lies and things? Because right. it's not just well, me pointing well, out your imperfections and saying, I, oh, it looked like you yeah, got a little I, chunky. That's it's not like even literally something discuss, like assassinating though. your character and lying about you.
1: Well, you, But see, that's not that's not the truth, though. You cannot assassinate my character. And that's where people go well, wrong. Attempt, so, attempt, attempt. Well, but, bro, you can't do it. You can't, so if somebody said to me, if somebody said to C, yo, C, E fake, he ain't who he say he is. Bro, why would I even give energy to that? I'm just gonna keep rocking and you gonna know that I'm the real deal. Like, C gonna know I'm the real deal. And then eventually, guess what's gonna happen? Millions of people gonna be following me on YouTube and know that I'm the real deal. I wouldn't even waste my time. The fact that you said I was fake, you probably fake. The fact that you said I wasn't consistent, you probably ain't consistent. You feel me so when you talking about me you only telling on yourself so I don't I wouldn't even I wouldn't even like when Didi was like they only here talking about our marriage bruh. I worship the ground my wife walk on why, why would I respond to somebody about what's real you talking about a lie why would I respond to your lie when I'm living real it don't even make sense why would I come off of my why would I come off of the path of greatness to entertain somebody who not even average Bruh, it don't even make sense. It, it's like Mayweather when Connors was talking crazy. Mayweather like, bruh, it's nothing to talk about. You the yeah, one Yeah, but it hurts, though, TV. It,
2: it hurts, bruh. It hurts. Uh, it don't Look hurt Look at me. KD. Not, shout no, out to KD. I got love for mm. KD. But remember when KD created a little fake Twitter account <laughs> to start got. defending himself against the trolls? Like, here go a yeah, grown yeah. man who's won several championships, scoring titles, MVPs, everything. Who oh made a, a Twitter account. Tonight. To argue with somebody with 30 followers about why his legacy should be intact. It hurts. Hmm. You you, you, you can't say that the negativity, you you don't hear it It, it or that it don't hurt. hurt.
1: No, 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 no. Let me say this to you. And I want to redirect them because they have believed the hype. It's like you said, they are focusing on the trolls. You cannot do that, bruh. Like immediately, you cannot do that. When you have to stay on your path, their job is to take you off your path. Mm-hmm. And you falling into the bait—that's their job, bro. That's why I said your boy Mayweather wasn't tripping on con. He like, look—you could talk all that stuff you want to talk. At some point, bro, you got to get in the rink with me. You feel me? You got to get in the rink, bro. And when you get in the rink, I'm gonna I'm gonna murder you. It is what it is. I'm gonna walk out of this joint victorious. So I don't I don't entertain that stuff. See, because immediately when you entertain it, it's going to is the the reason why they're doing it is going to be effective as soon as you give ear to that. As soon as you, it's like, um, and I want to help the young people who are listening. So let's say like you go to New York, or we here in Vegas, right? And they want to sell you those timeshares. What do you do? I teach my kids, don't even give them eye contact, dog on it, because as soon as you give them eye contact. Oh, no doubt, oh it's
2: all right. Right. Now they can Same get way you, Same with the people you at the mall me? with the lotion. I'm like, bro, I'm <laughs> Bruh. fully exfoliated I'm just saying, right now.
1: see, as soon as you look them in they eye, at oh, that that's point,
2: it. El, and the Delta people got, trying to get you to upgrade your card at the airport,
1: Bruh, <laughs> You know what I do to the upgrade, Delta folk? I pull out the platinum card I got and just keep walking and show it. What's higher <laughs> than number right? yeah. one? What's higher you, you, than that? You What's higher than number one? So I'm just saying, if it was easy, I never said it would be easy. But if it was easy, everybody would do it. But you have okay, to. Okay, let me how to ask you it.
2: this. Am I wrong though? Side note, don't lose your train of thought. But uh, one time I was in the mall and the dudes like trying to do the sh- shoe cleaner. They just annoy me so much and I'm just trying to go get a shirt and come right back and they just press so hard. I looked at my man was like, bruh, you don't remember me? I just bought some from you yesterday. I was just here yesterday. You just sold me something. Wow. And he was like, what? Bruh. And I was like, bro, you gotta do better with your salesmanship, bro. I just bought some from you acting like you don't know. he was like, oh, my bad, fam. My bad, uh, bruh. I was like, oh, and I walk right by Scott Free the next time. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, no fair questions. Five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a midday no, no, fair pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mid-podcast I'm fair pop you fair Sorry, five. continue on oh. before, I get, yeah. before they start hating me in the comments about ruining his yeah, deep No, no,
1: no, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm being real. Like, I'm not, we're not talking about what we want to hear. I'm giving you guys strategy, right, mm-hmm. To, to, mm-hmm. to overcome this. So, number no one, hear what Didi said. Yeah, hear what Didi said, though. Didi said Eric didn't respond, but that's not what she ended. She said he didn't respond because he was helping the kid get in college. Mm. You understand me? So, they, you got to hear what I'm telling you. I am so focused on my focus. I'm mm-hmm. so focused on my Why? I'm so focused on my grind on my purpose. I don't have time for frauds I don't have time for that foolishness you feel me So when you're talking about my marriage bruh I, that first of all I was talking about something that happened to me when I was 20 years old I was in college <laughs> first of all that, that I've been married dog on 28 years you're talking about 20 Probably 25 years ago 26 years ago. It's not even relevant today. That's number one, you know number two I have a very healthy relationship. Now, here's number two, guys, what I think about. I had a good friend of mine say the other other day, because she called us about it, and she said, you know what? It was probably a lot of females that were commenting. He was like, correct. She said, here's the deal. There are a lot of women who are jealous or hurt because they've never had a man that passionate Mm -hmm. about them before. Mm -hmm. They've never had a man that run up behind them and chase them the way Eric chased you. You feel me? So she was like, a lot of women probably envious of that. They want to be loved like that. They want somebody to give them that type of attention on a daily basis. They want somebody to love on them like that. Feel so I'm so I'm definitely not tripping on somebody who envious or jealous. You know what I'm saying I'm definitely that that that's that's uh, Kendall always says something leads and something follows. So if love leads, then all the other stuff that's gonna follow. If hatred leads. Jealousy leak. So why am I going to even get in that conversation? So that's number two. Number one, I'm busy about my father's business. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm not perfect. I'm not trying to pretend like I'm perfect. But but am I pressing to be better every day than I was at 20, at 30, at 40? Absolutely. So I'm not tripping on sinners trying to make me feel bad or look stupid. Like It's not that deep. Number two, I am about my father's business. I'm waking up every day trying to make other people's lives better so I don't got time for that foolishness. Number three, I don't have, I don't, I don't entertain uh, people who are uh, negative. Like I don't, I don't have time for you. My mission is to bring as much positivity in the world as I possibly can. Number four, I'm trying to be an example. I'm trying to let people see that you can live above the all the hatred, the envy. You can live above all of that. You and you can be an example of what it looks like when a when a normal. Human makes a commitment to be better than what he was the day before this is what it looks like you flying over the clouds So yeah, it's raining it's thundering it's hailing it's doing all of that, but I'm above the clouds I live above the clouds. I don't got time for that foolishness So I do want to tell our kids to our babies like yo, if you got an Instagram or whatever you use in snapchat Whatever you look using you don't have to read the comments. Don't let nobody suck you into that foolishness I don't do video. I- Can I be real? I've listened to maybe one or two podcasts. i am listening to one or two. The, the, when this stuff come out, it come out, we put it out into the world. Whoever use it, use it, whoever don't, don't. The one, one I listened to was the one Candace and um, Dee was on just because I was in the room with them and they don't get on often and I wanted to, I just wanted to hear it for myself, like I wanted to glean from it. And then the one we were in Utah. But look, just because you put a post up, you don't have to read the comments. Whatever you're trying to put into the world, just put it into the world and leave it alone. I don't listen to my own um, TGIMs, or I don't listen to the the morning motivation that goes out. I don't listen to that. I put good out into the world, and then wherever it falls, it falls, and I'm using my time to help people. So I'm just saying to my young people, and my daughter went through it, my son went through it, love yourself, man, because Hmm. if you don't love you... Nobody's gonna love you if you don't pour into you. Nobody's gonna pour into you. But contrary to popular belief, you don't have to listen to negativity. You don't have to be around negative people. It's a choice. And if you look at my circle of influence right now, y'all, I don't have negative people in my circle of influence. I don't even have people that I'm cool with and who neutral. I don't even rock with neutral people like that. You feel me? Like because what Didi said, the secondary bullying—they may not initiate it. But Mm they're going to jump on board because they don't want nobody to come after them. So I don't even deal with neutral people. I only deal with people who are looking to be great. And they wake up every single day and go after greatness. Do we fall sometimes? Absolutely. But we got each other to keep pulling each other. So do shout out to Didi though. That gorilla, I do like to see that even after 28 years, that gorilla (laughs) still got my back. It's always sexy when your girl defends you. You know what I'm
2: saying? When your girl defends you, it's always sexy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to tell Candace. <laughs> I no GD, I listen I, to the you know what I'm saying? I ain't no still, <laughs> you know Diddy still was on that. You know I what I'm saying? she tried off. to be tough. You know what, so what I'm saying? So I ain't even uh. know
1: she was on that, but it's good to see she's still out here, you know, roaring. Well, what are do you a doing with your wife being your biggest
2: hater for? and critic?
1: You know, oh. What, oh. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? How do you. You know what
2: I'm saying? Candace ain't like one of my ideas in about six years, so I'm
0: full of you.
1: <laughs> Who's going to defend you from your girl? Hey, but right. that's okay if they don't <laughs> like it, but nobody else don't have a right to do that, I guess is what they're saying. Mm.
2: At least she's going to tell you straight to your face. So right. uh, Let me ask you this, right. though. Is, is this a mentality that has um, developed over the years because of your maturity and your relationship yeah, with Christ and all of that? Absolutely. Or, or and yeah. can you give us a time when? Maybe that did bother you and how that mm-hmm. did take you off track and when you started to make that shift.
1: Well, I have to be honest with you guys. Um, I haven't had a lot of problems with it and only because I got married at 19. And I think it's easier to self-correct when you have somebody in your life, you know, who helped you self-correct. And y'all know Didi. Didi is not others. You know what I'm saying? That's not her swag. So Didi could care less, you know I'm, I'm saying, about how other people feel. She's the only child. She ain't never really been on that before. She's not really on your feelings. She know what she wants. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. You know what I'm saying? So Didi has helped me from (laughs) jump. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying Didi from jump just been like, I don't even know why you care what they think in the first place. Which is why it was weird for her to be there. But it's like you said, see, it wasn't about her. It was about me. But, But from a, you know, I got married at 19. So Didi off the cuff was just like, I don't know why you care about what they think in the first place. You know, and then of course, when you get up in the morning and you pray, you're, 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 what people don't really realize about that whole praying thing is that it is, to me, see a self, like when you talk about self-assessing, mm-hmm. you can self-assess every day like that mm-hmm. and then self-correcting. So God yeah. would be like, "E, come on now, don't worry about what they think. It's not that deep. But I will say that if they were closer to me, maybe not a stranger, but if it was somebody that I thought I was very cool with and close to and they did it. I would be like, man, God, what happened? Like, this supposed to be my boy. Why, why, why is he critiquing me in the way he critiquing me, or whatever? Like, why did he say that? And even with that, I had to realize sometimes just because people are close to you, it don't mean they are not envious or they are not jealous. Like, for real, you think just because somebody cool with you that that they not hating? And you know, God was like, yo, they could, and it, don't be mad at them. That's a human response. I'm, I can't act like I ain't never been jealous or I ain't never envied nobody. You know what I'm saying? And I had to self correct. Well, take so us back, I just think e, when you're in healthy you. relationships, give us the story. Don't give me no give us theory. the
2: story. Tell me who you hate. We already um, know who you hated on the get D. You know what I'm mean? saying? I know, right, 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 right. <laughs> you know well, you know you what? Know, the hip hop hater. I will but... say
1: this to you guys. Yeah, I will say this. When I was in college, you know, I ran with a certain, you might call them blue collar dudes. Like, I ran with blue collar kids. So, you might have had, like, you know, Irv, Trey, my boy. Derek Green, you know what I'm saying? Eric Walsh, Mason West, you know what I'm saying? The Kane Boys. You know, so for me, them was my dudes. But if you was on the other side, see, and what I would consider more, you know, bourgeoisie, if you will, you know, like you wasn't like, you know, Who's like the bourgeoisie people.
2: Let's get you in trouble again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I names, but. You call them yeah, uh, uh, blue collar what? names out. Call out the bougie yeah, names. I'm so not going to call out that. the other names. Yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to go
1: there. That's not my swag. Uh, but I will say this. <laughs> the, 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 the folks Upper that we echelon. felt like, yeah, they weren't really looking out for the community or they weren't looking out, you know, for, for the community as, as a whole. It was more like their personal agenda and it looked like they was trying to do what they were doing for them. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would hate on them. Like, yo, my man, he whack. You know, my man, like... Bro, he whack. Like he ain't about this movement. He ain't about his people. He, he's about you know his self and his own personal you know political agenda. Like yo, I'm not even fooling with that. And I had to realize when I got older, I was like, yo, you hating on him, e flat out because he not like Trey or because he not like you know. And it's more than one type of, you know, what I'm saying it's it's more than one type of African American you know experience. You know, one type you know urban experience. So you ain't got to hate on them just because they not like you, you know, so I ain't gonna lie. I'd be like, bro, y'all fake. Like y'all ain't, y'all ain't about, y'all ain't about that life. And I had to just realize, and it was through my Bible reading, There's a story in there where the disciples was hating. They was like, yo, they over there speaking, they over there doing this and doing that. Like they ain't with us. And Jesus was like, look, just because they're not with us doesn't mean they're against us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got the same cause. We just doing it differently. And I never really saw it like that. I just saw it like, yo, the way I do it, that's the way you do it. And God was like, no, that's not it. Just because they're not doing it the way you're doing it don't make them bad. And so I used to hate on cats who wouldn't have been. Um, I'm just being real. I will say this because it's not names, um, you know, that like, you know, people I went to school with, but I never really respected Martin Luther King like that. I was a Malcolm, Malcolm X dude. I felt like. You know, I was a Marcus Garvey dude. I felt like Malcolm was soft. All of that, letting people bust you in your face, you know, um, sick and dogs re-baptism, on you, and you talking peaceful. That's why he
0: had to get rebaptized.
1: Yo, know, I mean, for real. I thought that was soft, bro. I'm like, yo, you, you letting people, like, take advantage of, abuse, and you sitting here just talking about singing, We Shall Overcome Someday, like this whole nonviolent boy, whereas, you know, other leaders were like, yo, we're not... We, we're not intentionally gonna hurt anybody, but we're gonna defend ourselves, we're gonna bear arms. Martin Luther King was like, we're not gonna bear arms, we're not gonna fight You know, fire with fire, we're gonna let them uh, you know, take us to jail, we're gonna peacefully march, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, bruh, come on, they're trying to kill us. And we even look at today's society where people are now peacefully protesting and that's a problem, you know? So I, at first I was like, I don't understand this Martin Luther King thing, um, I'm just not gonna let nobody bust my daughter in the face and then we're gonna go March You know what I'm saying but as I got older and more mature I did realize like yo for real there, there, there There's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way to be you know productive So that's my hate see I used to just hate on folks that I felt like you're not doing it the way I'm doing it You don't you, you don't see the world the way I see the world so we can't be on the same team and as you get older and and more wiser, you do realize, for real, it, diversity is um, diversity is the key to I believe the key to productivity.
2: Hmm. I got you. Um, the other key to productivity.
1: How organify? <laughs> no doubt. No I,
2: doubt. I, I'm getting there. Hey. See, it oh, took no me two
1: years, but I'm getting there. <laughs> if
2: you listen faster, I ain't got to talk slow. Uh, <laughs> a shout out to Organify, man. <laughs> our uh, our partner in this podcast, who's been rocking with us, the uh, man for a while. What a year now, man! That's a year, um, yeah. Yep, the Organifi. You know we are on it daily. If you listen to this podcast you probably are on it too and if you're not, you need to get on it, all right? Get healthy, man, we're moving now, right? Everybody's on the the health kick and listen, man, if you're like me and you just can't get up and juice every single morning because you got kids running crazy around the house and you're trying to get backpacks together and you're trying to make peanut butter and jellies and you're trying to do all kinds of stuff and you just don't have the time to juice every morning, what a great alternative to just purchase some Organifi. Get the packet, dump it straight into your water bottle, Shake it up and go and get some of the world's best superfood greens all in one drink, all right? Takes about seven seconds to make that happen, all right? So if you're like me, now if you got all the time in the world and you wake up and you got insiders like E who could just make you a juice or a smoothie at On Command, then this ain't for you. <laughs> but if you live in a regular existence, right, human, with us humans, you may want some Organifi, man. So go check out Organifi. Go to the website, order it now, Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS to get 20% off your first order and then tell us how you like it, man. Shout out to everybody who sends me pics all the time. Somebody hit me said they doing the gold with the milk now. Um, shout out to Tim, Ooh. I think, who sent me Ooh. that. Yeah, they're going in. Now, I don't do oh, milk. Oh, oh. You know, Milk is not my thing. It doesn't agree with me, but the Organifi does. I saw Jalen has been at the house the last couple of days. He's on the Organifi tough. I see him going in the cabinet. Boog, I'm going to need you to re- repeal and replace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go to put that back. Um, but no, man, I got my whole family on it. I told you, Avery actually loves it. Trey won't try it because it's green, but Avery uh, is not picky at all. And you know what? It's crazy. Um, so shout out to Organifi, all right? Go to Organifi, let us know how you like it.
0: I realized something. Um, All right, before y'all go there real quick, this segment is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients selected from high-rated, trusted firms. There are three plans to choose from. There's the classic plan, which contains a variety of meats, the veggie plan, which contains vegetarian as well as plant-based proteins, and a family plan, which are quick and easy meals for those of you on the go. With their global eats options, it brings authentic international dishes and flavors to home cooks for exciting new meals. This is the stuff that you guys are not cooking. It's not the, the traditional rice and potato and, you know, all the stuff that we're doing all the time. This It's not the pasta, y'all. It's the international, I mean, traditional stuff that's coming right to your home with all the seasonings, everything that you need. I mean, all the ingredients are pre-measured and labeled meal kits. Cooking will become something you actually look forward to when coming home from work. This week, uh, my family did the pesto flatbread, AKA the posh pizza. Uh, we did the truffle mushroom flatbread. That was another one. My son is into whole pizzas and flatbread, so we try to do a lot of that. And then we did the um, sweet potato and black bean tacos. That one was another very, very, very delicious one. Um, the avocados, man, cilantro. Don't get me started. Uh, when you guys subscribe to HelloFresh, there are many benefits so you can keep enjoying week after week. Get delicious filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than $10. You heard that right. You're going out to eat. I'm sure you're spending more than $10. You're getting that drink, the mixture fries. Uh, I know, I know, I know. So less than $10 per serving and free shipping. Manage your account easily by choosing your delivery date to match your schedule. And you can pause it when you're on vacation. So sign up today, guys, for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off each of your first three boxes. You guys can go to HelloFresh.com forward slash success60 and enter the promo code SUCCESS60. And that's, again, HelloFresh.com forward slash SUCCESS60 and enter the promo code SUCCESS60. And that's the number 60, guys. Over the last couple of days, Candice has been out of town
2: for work. Uh, I'm a terrible parent, okay? Now, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm a great daddy. I'm a great daddy. But I am a horrible parent. Um, we've been getting to school about uh, 9.15. The kids were up at about... 10.45 last night having pillow fights. <laughs> we ate uh, a Reese's peanut butter cup for dinner, and wow. my life is in shambles, and I realized <laughs> that I am a horrible,
1: horrible
2: parent. And uh, yeah, so I just wanted to say that. I, I don't know where I was going with that, but I just realized that like, wow, you are really trash as a parent. You're a great daddy, my kids love me, we have a great time no, together. No doubt. But there is zero productivity, we all in the bed, together just sleep, and I'm talking about these jokers don't want to wake up, Avery don't want, I'm trying to do Avery's hair. I'm trying to just put one little ponytail, Lord, just would not let me get one bit of a ponytail in there, so I sent her to school looking crazy. I forgot to brush the teeth yesterday. Um, So yeah, shout out to me for being a terrible, great daddy, (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. but just Uh, a horrible, no good, very bad parent, okay? So I don't know if anybody out there, any other dads out there experienced that, but let me tell you something. I think my wife takes these little work trips just every once in a while, in case I'm ever right. feeling Te- myself. Mm, she like, right. bro, yeah. trust me, you're not that deep. So um, let me see, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, da, 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 da. E, I know you gotta go in like a few, where, where are you heading, man? We You out in Vegas, where you got, you, it's only like, yeah, o'clock Yeah, we going? gotta, where gotta go, night, because
1: bro. Didi, yeah, I gotta go Didi. Where see, you going? Didi, um, Diddy wants me to go get a um, I can't what's that your phone called? Up. Uh, so, you uh, going I don't want it? to say a petty Manny because I already got one of those. A Manny uh, Pell, di- oh, Lord have mercy. Di- uh oh, she's saying. Uh oh, uh oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. Listen, uh-oh. On. Listen here, here we go. Uh, here he- we
0: go. Buckle up. Diddy's about Manny. to go
1: for a
3: deep body massage so that when he when he's laying hands on me, he can have more strength. <laughs> I
1: can't. I can't. I couldn't hear what she say. Oh, uh, she said she. I'm going to get a deep tissue massage, oh, facial the whole night goodness. so that when I beat her, I can duh, have more bye, energy. Duh. Don't want to hear that, <laughs> while well, I like go back saying? to work. <laughs> we got work to do, I Still got to work,
2: man. Shoot, I got calls <laughs> yeah. to make, I got emails to answer. Hey, Boy, uh, hey she said that
1: we got the fourth quarter coming up, so she just wants me to get, you know what I'm saying, facial, facial, uh, deep body massage and all that tissue stuff, get all that old dead stuff, so as I go into fourth quarter, I have energy <laughs> to help people go into <laughs> to ignite the to dream.
2: Quarter. If you don't sit your as I go into the fourth quarter, Ace, down. <laughs> as I go into the fourth quarter, I guess fourth you just quarter. Jordan over there. Shout out to <laughs> the fourth quarter. Shout out to the fourth quarter. All right. Well, uh, how, how long <laughs> are we in? Because I know when we go short, people get mad at me. So we're over yeah, an hour. You an hour? How long you got an hour yeah, and fifteen.
1: Just, yeah, you got an hour. You an hour and fifteen in? Are
2: we an hour? No, we're not an hour and fifteen. No, we're an hour and three. All right. Well, let me see. Then the Ask ET. Uh, uh, hey, Diddy he says,
1: C. Can you read one of the complaints for us?
2: <laughs> one of the complaints? Oh, the negative feedback. <laughs> Oh, get it. Yeah. I, don't I don't have fees, it stored but... up. When I do the negative feedback, I go through and like find it. Yeah, he said he have don't have
1: it stored up. He got it. Yeah, no, no. I go find make... something though. I'm
2: sure I can <laughs> find it. He said he'll go find something easy. for next week. We'll do yeah. it next week. Dude. No, no, no. Next week. I got it for sure. Ne- negative feedback. That's he everybody's got your favorite segment. See, week. y'all feeding the trolls too. Y'all, no, y'all no worse than me. Um, Let's <laughs> see. Somebody, shout out to Jody Cedric, who said, thanks for answering my questions. CJ, you deserve an insider. I agree with that, Jody. No, oh, no doubt. Um, what happened? Oh, uh, this is... Man, y'all got some crazy Twitter. Ellis68 said, E.T., what happens when you have a strong why, but then that person dies? The relationship changes like a divorce, or you just lose it? How do you transition?
1: Yeah, well, I, I, you know, see, first of all, I can't... Let me not try to act like I'm a... a, a you know deep a guru and answer that because I, I don't know that i haven't lost my wise, um so I, I dare try to act like i know the answer to that question but i will say even with my wise, like jalen and jada are adults now so i don't necessarily you know what i'm saying like the energy that i got from them when they were six and seven i don't have anymore so i've had to create other wise you know I, of course you heard me say the nobel prize that was a part of Okay, we got, we, you know what I'm saying? We accomplished a lot at Michigan State. That season is over. So we've had to recreate. There are things that, um, you know, C and they are doing in the business realm, things I'm trying to do in the schools. So the why that we had when we first came together in 2005 and six, like that, that's over with in terms of Compton, the advantage, the Michigan State students, like that's over with. So I think no matter who you are, when you have a why, you have to continue to develop that why and then you have to continue to um you know add to that why if that makes sense so i would say even when you lose someone that that shouldn't be the only why you have it shouldn't be that narrow that you should continue to build on your why hey,
0: you know, just, I, and just just real quick see i got add on that like if you lose someone like just being real man like you know what that person would want you to do so i don't think Right. Of course, you got to grieve, right. you know what I'm saying? But losing them isn't a loss of the why. Like, you still know that person, what they want for you, and what you would, you know, absolutely. how they would feel, you know what I mean? So, you keep doing it, whether they're there or not. Like I said, don't, don't, you yeah. know, leave out the grieving process. That's a real part of it. But that's not losing the reason you're doing it, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. And, and for me, Carl, look at Pastor Willis. I feel yeah. like the fire is, I feel I'll like the fire is more stronger now. now. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he's gone. And you didn't, it wasn't like, you know, he lost his kid or his wife. Like, he was the energy. He was the breadwinner. He was the, so I feel like my obligation to him is even stronger than it's ever been before. Mm-hmm. Why? Because his daughters do need, um, you know, that support. His son needs the support. You know, Junior yeah. needed because he went to his father. So now me and Philip Willis Jr., we kicking it more than we've ever kicked it before. You know, with mom, I'm calling her more now, like, yo, you need anything, like, please let me know. With the grandkids, huh. I'm helping more. So, to your point, Carl, that makes sense. Like, if your why is gone, you probably need to step it up to a whole other level yeah. to let them understand that their legacy is is, is been activated now.
0: Mm, yeah.
2: 100%. I see about 100 questions in here about um, asking me how I feel specifically about Colin Kaepernick and Nike. Um, I hmm. think it's amazing, man. I am overjoyed that Nike did that. I feel proud to wear my Nikes. Um, everybody, you know, of course, people were texting me and asking me just, you know, from a branding standpoint. I think, I, I, don't, I don't even think this is a branding, you know, question. I think this is mm-hmm. more a a civil matter. And I think history will be very kind to Nike, um, you know, when we look back at this decision to do just that and you know, here's a, you know, speaking of the negative stuff, I see people now like the new thing is, oh, Nike's capitalizing. And I'm like, yo, you can't do that. You can't do it both ways. Like if Nike doesn't hire Kaepernick, they racist because they right. should have hired Kaepernick to do the you know, spot. If they do, they're opportunists. At some point, man, you just have to embrace a move that somebody makes. And I'm I'm fully embracing the Nike move. I am Uh, like I said you know I've always been you know a a, you know a brand advocate for Nike I guess because I always wear Nikes and I rock with them I rock with Phil Knight you know Josh and I listened to Shoe Dog and you know I was able to get some insight into how he built the company and um, like I said man you can look at it and say they're opportunistic or you can look at it and say that you know they chose to be on the right side of history Um, Mm -hmm. Kaepernick has chosen to make a tough stand and I don't think that either one of the I see it, I see it both ways. I see people saying that Nike is capitalizing off of racism, or that Kaepernick is now using his platform to you know monetize. And I'm like, yo, just chill, dog. Like two things can be right. You can. You know, have a worthy cause and you can, you know, make money in this world. That's the world Mm -hmm. we live in. And so um, do I think nobody said that when Kaepernick was getting like, you know, cut from teams or nobody wanted to bring him in and he couldn't get a paycheck from the league. Nobody said that, you know, he's trying to monetize it. So I think people are going to try to find the negative in any situation. I think people are always going to go for that negative route again like we just talked about but I think at the end of the day I think Nike made a bold move and I think um you know I'm super happy for Cap and his whole team and you know we rock with Cap Cap always showed us a lot of love um you know when we met him you know out in San Fran and um just a lot of love for both sides man so uh shout out to everybody who's who's pissed about it you need to go do your homework but
0: um <laughs> hey i was gonna say real quick see it didn't even so in, initially i was like oh it's kind of a you know i had to think it through and process but if you listen to the book shoe dog mm-hmm. you will understand that my man you know phil knight was never i mean he's always been this dude like he ain't mm-hmm. not no yeah, he's been on this, y'all. He was taking risks from—I'm talking about my man—yeah, y'all read the book. I didn't even want to go into it. Go read the book. Go listen to it or whatever. But you would understand that this dude was about just, yo, I'm going to make some stuff happen. Like, he wasn't on no Safe, you know, like trying to think about what people think. He was doing all kind of crazy stuff. Right, and that's, so, and that's
2: the whole point, I think, of this whole episode. Like, literally, there will yeah. be people who, if Nike didn't sign them, oh, they racist. They don't want to fool with yeah. Cap. If they sign them, oh, they trying to monetize, they trying to capitalize. Right, it's just, right, the, you right, just, just right. do what you feel is right in your heart yep. and, and let the chips fall yep. where they may, man, so. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, big shout out to them. Uh, we got another question. Somebody said, CJ and Carl, what track, uh, what ET track do you go to when you need some motivation? Hmm.
0: The, um, What's the one from New Zealand? You owe you.
1: You owe (laughs) you. Yeah, you
3: owe
0: you. You know what, it depends on like what kind
2: of motivation. If it's like work motivation, then I'll probably go to like, Greatness Is Upon You is one of my favorites. Um, But if it's like more like, you know, you you, like having one of those days where you just like, man, nothing's going right. I I still think one of the most underrated tracks that we ever did was the Adele track. from, I think it was Blueprint to Success. Blueprint, yeah, Blueprint. Yeah, that that track was, was crazy. So, um, yeah, I would say the Adele track. Uh, let's see, we got some more questions here. Uh, e, uh, did I just hear Jay Hatch on a voiceover for a Nike commercial? I'm pretty sure you didn't. Um, let's see, how do you... Oh, E... How do you feel when you hear someone quoting your words, but they don't give you credit? Is that fair or foul? By the way, my name is <laughs> Jasmine. Uh pronounced Couture? Uh, oh, Couture, her Instagram name. So from
1: Couture. Yeah, how do you I mean, feel just, when you see people yeah, quoting let, your stuff and not let's giving you credit? Yeah, let's be honest, guys. No, no, no one person is coming up with all of this inspiration on their own. You know, <laughs> we've all heard things and you, know, you finally ready to admit that I'm your ghostwriter, way. huh? Nah. <laughs> right,
0: right, right,
2: right. I didn't know this he was the format so. of the time, but thank you, yeah, e. yeah, yeah. you know what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, no, no, I, I don't. I, I don't. I will say this. I do get frustrated sometimes, though, see when people try to monetize on our work and they haven't, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they don't give us the respect that's due, you know what I'm saying? So, there have been people who have written a book, Eric Thomas, and made it look like You know what I'm saying? Like it was
2: um, (laughs) the grind,
1: and that I wrote it. You know what I'm saying? Like, or people will use our videos, and when you go to the video, they're trying to sell you a book, Mm -hmm. as if if it's us. So I hate when people try to, you know, monetize off of us. But people just using the terms? No, I think I've been inspired by so many people, and I use their stuff to, you know, to bless you. So um, yeah, that's the thing. People always want to know. Like
2: I saw somebody on this video; they trying to sound like ET. I said, is that supposed to be a diss? Like you should oh, be right. trying to sound less, like somebody saying they trying to play like Jordan. Like, uh, duh. Right. That's the benchmark. Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know why people think that. Like, we live in a crazy world where people think you're supposed to be offended by that. Like, yo, when you change the culture, when you set the trend, when you jump out uh-huh. there, when you're number one, that's what's supposed to happen. If nobody was trying to speak like E, that means he's trash. You know what I mean? So, like. People should be trying to, like, act like Will. People should be trying to sing like Beyonce. People, You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you shouldn't be trying to mimic, but you should be inspired by. And, of course, some of the flavor is going to rub off. You still got to find your own recipe. Um, but, yeah, no no doubt people are inspired. It's like when the Fab Five start wearing long shorts. Like, yeah, everybody start wearing long shorts. That's what we did it for. We're trying to push the culture forward. So, um, yeah, that's it. Um... Carl, run us down. What what do we got next, man? I know we are in. Oh, we got. I know for a fact we got game changers. um, Yeah, September coming up here next week and uh, two weeks next week. I don't know. Whenever this comes out, we got it coming up here shortly. So if you want to be a speaker, if you want to take your speaking game to the next level. If you are looking to get paid for your speaking, if you go speak now or people tell you you got a gift to speak and you should do it and you want to turn it into a profession, you want to go to that next level with it, you want to be coached by E and myself and, and, and teach you how to make you know a, a six-figure, seven-figure business out of it, you need to join Game Changers. Come check us out. Uh, we're doing some amazing things. You get to speak live in front of us right, and get that feedback from us. And then also we have our small group coaching and our calls that we do Uh, designed specifically for people who want to use their voice to, um, you know, take their gift to the world. And some people we have in the program who just, you know, work a corporate job and want to become better communicators and learn how to, you know, speak and tell stories and and that, you know, thing. So I tell people all the time, man, speaking is a great profession. Why? Because they say public speaking is everyone's number, the number one fear in the world for people is public speaking. So I always say, if you can do it, if you can turn that, you know, into a, a passion of yours, or turn that into a skill set of yours, then you can get paid because you can do something that most people in the world are terrified to do. So, go to uh, where do they go? Uh, game change. What's the website? Carl? Eta. 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 Gamechangers. Eta. and go register, sign up, man, and get certified by the best in the business. And by that, of course, I mean myself, not Eso.
0: <laughs> no I'm doubt. Sure. Hey, after- after that, we got Take Control. we hitting San Diego. We just did San something else. Here we go. San, San Francisco. Diego. Yeah, yeah, we, we just hit San Francisco. San Diego. Please, I need it. So, November 4th, y'all. San, San Diego, we coming oh, out. Oh, that's November right around 4th. my birthday. Maybe I could do a little birthday celebration. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'll be 36, Get, dog. Oh, yeah. It's quick. It's quick. Um, and then, of course, we got Ignite the Dream New York. If y'all didn't make it to Philly, that's your fault. You missed the first one. But because we saw so loving. Oh. Because we so nice, we are gonna come right back East Coast again, y'all. I don't think we have we done it. Yeah, we did do New York and Philly before, but I'm yeah, we back. To figure out East why Coast. we going to the East Coast in December? I know. And we went to the yeah, West Coast in August. I'm in confused. August, yeah. Ted, te, we gotta we gotta talk this out. But yeah, so ignite <laughs> the dream, December second, y'all, and of course, phenomenal life, Jamaica. February 25th to March 3rd next year. You we still got some space left. We're filling up, but do not don't talk, but you're gonna do it in December. It's gonna be full. Mm-hmm. Like get in there, mm-hmm. get it done. And then hey, y'all should have heard it by now. But our hundred day challenge is back. We're doing it again this year. We're going, hey, we switched it up just a little this year. Last year we did it from September 16th until December 25th. So you could get yourself a Christmas present. But this year we wanna create that momentum going into the new year. So we're going from the 24th, the 24th of September, right into the new year is exactly 100 days. So we want you to start the new year with momentum. We don't want you to go, you know what I'm saying? Go all the way and then you got to wait till January and try to like, man, like, you know, new year, we got to, we always say the, 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 the 2019 version is already out for the, for the suburban. The, you know what I'm saying? The 2019 cars come out like in, in the fourth quarter. So we want to get you ready for your 2019 starting in September. So the 100 day challenge, y'all sign up. we going to have the, I'll, I'll, Shoot, I don't even know the site myself this time. See, I'm stuck, but I get it out there. Look, hey, if y'all looking at our IG sense, we'll send y'all over, uh, make sure y'all look at the hundred day challenge. We'll post the stuff up there. and y'all want to be a part of this? We bringing we bringing in the heat this time, y'all. We bringing in sorry, not that it, we didn't want heat last time, but we added CJ to it this time, so we bringing in more heat. We hey, added Jamal to it this that's time. That's the heat. I
2: don't know, that's the brought, heat.
0: Oh, that's it right there we got cj qualifying as heat these days (laughs) But yeah no cj jamal josh y'all we got rob back again we got sean we got rochelle we bringing it y'all all All the different areas fitness Fitness, finance marriage everything you could possibly need we got yep so stand by to hear more about that but make sure y'all get in there and that's that's what we got see all right i appreciate that yeah no i'm looking forward to that 100 day
2: challenge guys if you're listening to this Carl, give, give the, um, do a punch in and give the, um, the name of the site or whatever we're calling yeah, it this yeah. year. But I am looking forward to it and running right up to New Year's Day, man. And this is, listen, this is how you make lasting change, right? This is how you get to that next level. So I'm super geeked for the 100 Day Challenge, not to only, you know, be providing a lot of content this year, but for also my 100 Day Challenge, which I'm trying to figure out exactly what it's going to be right now. Actually, I've narrowed it down to a few things. I did something for my wife last year every day, um, you know, to, to show my love and appreciation for her. And the, this year, I want to do something um, just a little different. So, uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to going to that next level. Uh, that's it for me. E,
1: hit us with that nugget of the day. The nugget of the day is take control, guys. Like, for real, take control. We talked earlier about uh, this whole concept of, you know, trollers on Instagram and, you know, people with all this negativity and that's external take control. You can take control of what you hear, you know, what you put in your ear, you can take control of what you think, right? Mental toughness, right? Mental toughness. So we're going to take control through mental toughness. We're going to take control of what we hear, how we process, what we hear, what we see, right? how we think about what we see, right? We're gonna take control and we're not going to allow the external. We're not gonna allow other people and other things to dictate how we think, how we move, how we feel about ourselves, about our future. Like we're going to literally take control, all right? So it's your boy ET saying, it's your life. It doesn't belong to anybody else. Nobody else has the control of your thinking, your feelings, nobody. Nobody has a control of your feeling. It's yours, it's your life. Is your life. Is your decision. So take control. And if you take control, I promise you, you can make the rest of your life the best of your life.
2: Hey, appreciate that nugget of the day. We thank y'all for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week.
1: I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You, make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all your